Yes, yes, we are back. Two G's in a pod. Your mom's favorite duo back in the studio again. What are you telling me, Andy? I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Um, as you can see, I'm still in Ghana. Um, mm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know when I'm coming back. But yeah, I'm cool, man. How are you? I'm, I'm liking the the shirt. Yeah, you know what's funny? Yeah? going on there, yeah. <laughs> Today, um, bro, you get, did you get your ears pissed? When did you get your ears pissed? My ears. Um, August. 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 End of August. Have you not seen this? <laughs> No, bro. This I don't know if you just never turned your head that way before or something. Maybe, maybe. We got like a hoop. Bro, I'm sure like our videos, because we dropped videos since then, I'm sure you can see it. In fact, I, I know for a fact, because I've, I've had people message me like, right, you go. <laughs> bro, I know for the first time I've noticed your earring, I'm not going to lie. Uh, um, but I changed, I changed the piercing, bro. so maybe that's why. That's probably why, because this one's more noticeable. Yeah. Going for the hoop now, yeah? Yeah, because even, yeah, even when I went to... um. Just now I came from my uncle's and I was there and my auntie said, Oh, you've got your ear pierced. And I was like, Yeah. yeah. She looked at me, then she looked at my dad, then she looked back at me. And she said, as if to say, like, it is well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've been uh, you've been working out as well. You're looking a little bit slimmer than than summer days. Well, I, I changed my I mean I, I trimmed my beard. So Oh, is that what it is? It's the I beard trim. Okay, I don't know, because okay. the thing is I've actually put on weight since I've been here, because all I've been doing is eating. But really? maybe it's going to the right places, you know, it's not. Like, <laughs> so, I, got, I mean, I got a trim and stuff. I'll tell you about that, though, because the barber's here. But for three pounds, the guy the guy trimmed me, obviously. And then um, he goes into this, like, there's like a box in, in the side. And he, he's going in there. So I thought it was like the safe or something. I thought he was going to get changed. Um, yeah. And he gets out like a hot hot towel. And then he gives me like a, you know, the hot towel treatment after the, after the trim. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. In London, I would be pay. I would literally be paying ten. That's times. like 25, 30 pounds. Exactly. I'm about to say like the equivalent of three. Did they, did they um give you the like wet towel shave, like the wet towel beard he shave? Did, uh, he did the he did the beard shave before he did the, the towels, but it was oh, still- usually they line you up after they do the towel in it because like it. Oh. It sort of, I think it like softens the skin or something, and then they just line you up. Cause I've never, I, bro. I can't afford it in London. So I've never. I've never oh, that's that. I feel like that's the nicest feeling. Yeah. I love that thing in the haircut. Like yeah. I'm just lying there. I'm like, bro, this is so relaxing. It is proper. That's what, yeah. That's what I think people don't realize, man. Sometimes the haircut can just actually just be a nice feeling. Yeah. Like you look good afterwards, yeah, yeah, but the yeah. actual haircut itself, so it's just a nice feeling. Yeah, man. Honestly, and it's funny as well because I mean, I remember when I first got trimmed after lockdown, like the first lockdown in London. So that was like what four, three, four months without a trim. And like yeah. the way it boosts your mood, you don't even realize like having a trip, you're like, because oh. like yeah. take something as small as that. I was smiling for like the rest of the week after I got that trim. Man. I feel that I'm like two, three months without that trim now. I need to get a haircut sometimes too. Are they are they open over there? Or you have to sort of no, 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 no. 
they're not open. Yeah, so that's the thing, man. It's got to wait. Now, even today, um, so after church, I must have um, FaceTime or Zoomed my boy, my boy Jeff in London, uh, and he's gone in as well. And basically, it was it was hot today. It was, it was pretty hot. So when when I FaceTimed him, like I was sweating a little bit, and he said, "Bro, I can't lie, man. The way the the heat is hitting your forehead and this colourful shirt, you're looking like a white man out there." <laughs> <laughs> And to be honest, like, I can't even lie, like, I still feel, I've been here for a few months now, but I still feel like a tourist a little bit, so, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm chilling, man, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, man, I'm good, I'm like, I'm doing alright, to be fair, I mean, I feel like everyone's kind of in the same place here, right, like, mm. third lockdown vibes, it's just a bit, same, same every day. I hear, I hear it's been like, worse because of the, um, just the fact it's cold, it's dark and shit, so it's worse. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. There's like, it's, it's very much, there's not much to do. Do you know what I mean? So you're kind of like, just stuck in the house. I mean, I'm trying to exercise, mm. at least. And I just started a new uh, a new role. So obviously, oh, yeah, that's course. keeping me busy. Um, yeah. But it is a little bit uh, repetitive, I think, in this third lockdown, especially. So, uh, yeah, man. March, right? Is that when it's still 8th of March? I don't even know. It's to be 15th Feb, but I think he said he's extended it to 8th March. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense, man. I mean, the numbers right now are crazy, I think. They're, like, not, they're not going down. The numbers... Goodness, I, can't, I don't check every day. It just every time I hear something, it's, it's like... The numbers... The numbers... Like, the whole December wave of... Basically, there was an election in... I didn't even tell you. So, there was an election, like, right at the start of December. It was jokes because basically one of my uncles is a minister, so he was like campaigning and shit like that. And then on election day, um, I went up to his constituency, and basically what they do is like, you're not allowed to campaign on the day, but you're allowed to like drive around to your constituency just make sure, basically just to make sure nothing like no funny business is going on here. So I was on yeah. on this like tour of the the polling booths, and everyone was coming to me, they say, ah, international observer, and <laughs> shit like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I ain't got an official role here, but I'm just <laughs> trying to like mind my business. I don't really know what's going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that, was, that was pretty cool. But um, now there was an election and then ever since then, like, I just feel like, I don't know, the country's been a bit, little bit of a mess. Like they, they've, um, they kind of opened up over Christmas and there was no restrictions, nothing. And it was okay. obviously, bunch of Brits came, brought the UK variant and stuff. And to be honest, I don't really blame the the like holiday makers and stuff. Because if you're if you're gonna open up and like tell people to come, you can't be surprised when people come. But anyway, that's a different mm-hmm. discussion. But yeah, then they see this new variant, there's like a bit of a spike. And then he goes on the radio and he tells everyone, oh, we've observed the spike and blah blah blah. And I remember because this radio thing was when I was getting my trim. And the barber was like, what so it's only now that you've realized that inviting a bunch of people is gonna cause a spike and shit like <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so like yeah. The, the numbers are kind of going up a little bit here and it's, it's kind of, it's a bit peaking because it's a bit like, they don't really have many ventilators, there's not that, so it's like, it's a it's a bit like, people are, are kind of, you can tell that people are kind of scared, or mm. a bit more scared than they were like a couple months ago. Yeah. Mm. Um, also, um, Happy New Year. I feel like it's, it's odd to say it since it's like the end of January, but I feel like if it's still January, we haven't. Yeah, happy happy new year bro and it was my birthday this month i was about to say happy belated birthday bro man happy belated. 26 now i was i yeah, was um, for your old 
over the hill right now. Okay, man. How was um? How was the thing? You know, you know what? I, when I, when I, whenever I think about like um, getting older, yeah, I always remember this gets bar when he was dissing Wiley. Yeah. And he was he's like talking about like how can Wiley custom movement or whatever, and he's like um, over here we're pushing work, G, and then he's like you're pushing thirty, <laughs> and like that's how I feel now. I'm start that bar starting to become more and more relevant to me. You're approaching it, approaching it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, how was that? How was the lockdown birthday? Because I did one really soon. You did one? Oh yeah, yeah you last year, right? You would have just yeah, yeah, yeah. Lockdown hadn't officially been announced, but it was what four days before it, and everybody was shook already, so no one's going out. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was quiet, man. It was very quiet, but like, it wasn't it wasn't too bad to be honest. Like, I, I saw my girl at the weekend. Mm. I saw my family in the week. Mm. Um, it was it was chill, but it was like it was very quiet. It was it was yeah. different to how birthday would usually be. Yeah. But then when I think about it, yeah, I mean, last year I was ill for my birthday. Oh yeah, so like, but you had COVID. Yeah, for anyone, yeah, knew. bro, I was like, it's, it was January, so it's before yeah. COVID became a huge before thing. Was, but yeah. I was ill, ill, like I was really ill. So I don't know, maybe I was one of the people who got it before they. Um, yeah. Started catching cases. Yeah. I mean, maybe I've never tested. I've never tested myself yeah, after. But yeah, man, I was so sick on my birthday last year. So this year, like anything was going to be an improvement on that. Yeah, fair enough. Man. And yeah. I, I mean, I got, I started off the year caught COVID as well, bro. And then I, I remember one guy, one of my boys DM me. He said, "This is your punishment for enjoying too much while we're out here." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. I didn't really have symptoms. I think I had a headache on the first day, and that was it, basically. But yeah, I was just... Um, yeah, that's... Because I'm here with my grandma, I didn't want to risk anything, so I just stayed in my room for two weeks, which was... Makes sense. Makes sense. One thing I'm glad that you recovered well. One thing I've learned... Well, you didn't even feel sick, but glad that you are yeah. doing fine now. But... One thing I've learned is I could never do jail. Like, this is why I'm a good Because... <laughs> That two weeks, I was going mad. I was like, fam, I'm so bored. Like, because I would just wake up and just lie in my bed and just stare at the ceiling like, again. And then, like, luckily, they, they um, were able to get, like, testing in the house. So, like, there was a guy that came, comes and brings the test, and I think it was about 50 quid. Whereas in London, you have to go somewhere, you have to pay 150. So it's like, once you have it in London, you kind of just wait until you're, you're pretty sure you're clear. And if you want to yeah. test, you can. Whereas here, I could like continually test just to make sure. And I had to, I had to mm. like four tests before I, I came back um, negative, man. But so every really? time I would test, and I would test, and then I would just be like, wait and wait and wait, that you'll send me the thing. He's like, uh, yeah, so your viral load is coming down, but you're still positive. See, man, I'm just trying to, bro, the way I celebrated when I, when I left out, when I was finally able to leave my room, but I went downstairs, I was just like, fam, I'm out of here, man. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice feeling. Um, but yeah, I mean. But yeah, man, happy New Year. Yeah, I mean, 2021 it started off pretty much how 2020 was. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of felt like leading up to it, I just felt like something would be lifted once we hit 2021. And that you was know what? Yeah, it's it's kind of mad. Everyone was like posted like, oh yeah, good riddance to 2020, like yeah, 2021 yeah. coming. I'm thinking, bro, you think like. Covid just magically gonna disappear at New Year. I just feel <laughs> like, yeah, well, thanks for the ride. I don't know, man. I went to church um, New Year's Eve, where I prayed, bro. I prayed and I came out like, yeah, man, that definitely worked. 
And then, what, four days later, they, they said I got COVID. I was like, fucking hell. Oh, my gosh. It started well, bro. <laughs> But, um, no, I was expecting, so for me personally, I'm expecting at least another year of this kind of lifestyle. I reckon, bro, I reckon 18 months to two years, to be honest. It could be that long, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying at least one more year. Yeah. And but, I feel like, yeah, I, feel like I'm cool. I mean, to be fair, I didn't actually buy tickets, but my AfroNation ticket got pushed to 2021, right? And I didn't refund it because I was like, oh, it might happen. And I feel dumb now, like, for having hope. <laughs> we'll see who knows. I yeah. mean, they're, they're vaccinating pretty rapidly in, in the UK. That's what you have to see how the vaccine does. That's what, that's what, that is one thing. I've read somewhere they've done like 70% of over 80s or something like that. Something like that. I don't know. Because mm. we're yeah, sending my grandma back to get the vaccine because she's been invited to do it. So we're debating, mm. but we like, it's risky because what if she catches it in transit? But then we don't really want her to stay here because if you catch it here, because the healthcare is not the way it should be, it's like it's very risky for someone of her age because she's 80. So we're kind of mm. waiting and discussing. But anyway. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. If the vaccine does what it says it's gonna do, then, um, yeah, then that that will help a lot. Yeah. So we gotta see, really we gotta see. But um, yeah, like to be fair, the last couple of weeks the years kind of. Ticked up a bit. I say the year because we've only been in it for a month. <laughs> finally got a job, which is good. So, I can, congrats um, for that. I can get off my ass, man. This job search took me to flipping Ukraine. So, <laughs> so <laughs> at least I finally got finally got something, um, which is good. Um, but yeah, um, I feel like uh, getting into music and shit. Um, what have you been? What have you been listening to? Like, it's crazy because I I haven't listened to any new music recently. Let's you know what? I, don't, I don't even blame you because I feel like, and I, I was saying like, not even this month alone, I feel like the back end of last month, but December is usually quite quiet because people kind of wrap up their whole media cycle for the year, right? Some people mm. put stuff out to try and get the Christmas charts and all that, but in general, December is quite quiet. But then looking at, um, thing as well, looking at uh, January, it's been pretty dry. Like there's been albums here and there, but there hasn't really been too much to write home about. But yeah. I mean, there's a couple projects that we're going to discuss anyway. Um, yeah, I do feel like that though. Like a lot of people just have not been dropping. I mean, Drake pushed his thing back again. I think that was COVID related. He said it's because he hurt his knee. I'm not sure how that delays an album. COVID? No, no, not that he caught COVID. I'm oh, saying that I think it's because he doesn't want to release during... Um, no, but he's definitely releasing. But he can't tour or anything. He's definitely releasing, bro. Because he's... He's not going to be up to tour for another year. He's not going to hold it. For yeah, years. now I'm thinking he might, but I just don't understand like how the knee surgery pushed back his album release. Because I thought the album was done. You see the people tweeting about it saying, um, <laughs> tripping, oh, who is it? They're saying Conway's, half of Conway's face is paralyzed. He's still dropping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh, who else? If he said got shot nine times. They're saying all these people that like stuff has happened to them and they're still dropping. And yeah, bro. You hurt your knee nine months ago and you're, <laughs> you're postponed, bro. Bro, Drake really took that knee injury as if he was a professional uh, athlete. Like, <laughs> and I'm wondering how he how he did his, his ACL. I mean, it was probably sports-related. Like, he was probably playing. Yeah, he was probably playing sports. You don't just do your ACL just walking. Like. <laughs> it's probably that video he showed with Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> you see he was on the floor at the end of that. Uh, yeah, Kevin Durant. He's like, done his ACL with it. So, yeah. Um, what's it called? Yeah, because I was I was kind of disappointed when he when because I'm I feel like his album, I don't know maybe I'm I'm trying not to get too guessed, but I just yeah. feel like a lot of stuff is put into it just being like I feel like he's gonna drop a classic, I'm gonna say it now, and I say I'll say I'm, I'll be disappointed if he doesn't drop a classic and I've said this before with Drake, 
Um, but I just, I don't know, like even the promo, you know the promo he did where he was doing, recreating all his old album covers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that when he was like 10 years in, or uh, 30, no, 10 albums in, or something like yeah. that. He did that. And then what followed was fire, you know what I mean? So I just feel like it's put in that way. He's finally, he's finally in the, oh, off the, off the Young Money deal. I just feel like everything's pointing towards this being like a sick album, in my opinion. It should be good. It should be good. I mean, we've heard some bars recently. So working on, on uh, that Wayne, that Wayne and Drake track dropped, right? Uh, yeah, what was it called again? I can't remember the name, bro. But that, that, yeah, we had some good bars on that. Um, oh, yeah, man, but I haven't really been listening to much new music lately. Like, I've yeah. been listening to, I, I've started to bang out this playlist, Crush, oh. on Spotify. What, what? So if anyone's listening and needs a playlist suggestion, Crush, that's a good playlist. It's like, um, I wouldn't really say R&B. It's just like, um, bro, I don't even know what genre of music. It's a, it's, it's a cross genres. It's a cross genres. There is R&B on it, but like, it's, it's a mix of is it like, like R&B stuff. Like that sort of when, you, when you're working or something. Or... Yeah, it's melodic. It's very melodic. Like, not really when I'm working, but I don't know, just in, just as background music, I like that that playlist quite a lot. It, the, the 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 cover song is um uh, uh good days, Scissor. So oh, that's, yeah. the, that's a good song. That's a good song. Yeah. She's gonna drop this year as well, I reckon. Yeah, so I've been listening to that. I've been trying to listen to a bit more like uh Calypso Soka stuff. I'm trying to like connect with my heritage, you know. Oh, we're gonna say to so, <laughs> what to get the spirits up. I mean also I, I listen to it a lot when I'm working out. Oh, okay. like, yeah, because it's fast pace and stuff. It's got a good pace to it. Yeah. 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 So that. Well, to be honest, you can't oh. do um, Like, you can't play it and not be smiling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's good music. music. That music and you're frowning, there's something. I went, for, I went for a jog yesterday playing that music, and this is, like, believe me, yesterday was cold. It was like four degrees, raining, and I was jogging uphill the whole way. Like, I was. It was it was it was intense, but I played some um, yeah soca music. And I was smiling up that hill. No, you see me like jogging. Yeah, I'm gonna ask. I forgot. Um, do you have New Year's resolutions? Would you do them? I don't really do them. I don't really do them. No, because I you have them. I usually don't do them. Then I think two years ago I did like a couple, and I just had them as like broad goals, but not really resolutions. But I managed to do them by the end of the year. But this year, I've already flopped with everything that I kind of thought I was going to do. So I was like, because I was like, oh yeah, 2021, I'll get back in the gym. I haven't set foot in the gym. I haven't worked mm. out. Uh, to be fair, I had COVID for two weeks, so. But yeah, it's just like thing, things haven't gone how I expected them to. So I haven't really held any or kept up any, any like New Year's stuff. Obviously, I always have goals for like two Gs and that. that we, I mean, last year we managed to do. I put, I mean, you saw, I put a post or whatever where we listed the shit we've done. So, um, I forget off the top of my head, but like launching the website, stuff like that. So, um, that was good last year. So, I need to think about what we're going to do this year as well. But, um, in terms of personal stuff, I haven't really got anything serious. Getting a job was one. We've done that now. So, <laughs> take that off the list. Um, but yeah, so, um, uh, Actually, no, you know what I've been doing a lot? So not really, I haven't really exercised in that, but I, I go on daily walks with my dad in the morning. Because my dad my dad walks, he can't, he runs sometimes, but like, I think he did he did his back a while, a while ago and they told him that he shouldn't really run much. So he walks instead. So we walk for about an hour 
and it's like it's actually been really good because i feel like i don't know about if it's just me i don't know if i'm speaking for everyone in our generation but i just feel like we don't actually talk to our parents much like my dad's actually like a bare cool guy i didn't realize like i've always known he's a cool guy but like he's got stories for days like he's telling me about them and they're all like jokes so he's telling me about stories about like when he first moved to the uk in like 85 i think he moved or 84 85 send me stories about how he started a trucking business and then my mom sent a picture of the, I, I knew he had a trucking business but he was telling me how he how it came about and then how it, the business ended he, he hired his brother as one of the um one of the drivers and then his brother <laughs> he drove the truck you know them like hype the restriction things and he yeah. drove it and just the top of the truck just peeled off like a can of sardines and my dad was like he said bro you fucked up my business and the guy was like why is the tunnel so low at that and it's like bro how can you drive into it <laughs> so i was listening to that man i was like bro this is serious jokes man and yeah he said um when he first got to the uk because he he studied medicine in ghana and when he got to the uk he had he didn't finish his degree because it was also like he went to germany gone for a bit it was like a mad story yeah and so he finally got here and he was trying to get back into med school and he had an interview at Leeds and he didn't realize that like he didn't know about trains he didn't know that you can get a train to get somewhere and that's the quickest way to get places so he asked his brother to drop his other brother to drop him and ended up late because obviously it's him and when he gets there he told the guy he was like oh i'm so sorry like there was traffic or whatever yeah he was 45 minutes late to the interview and the guy was like have you never heard of a train and he was looking at him like as in like because in Ghana what if you're trying to go somewhere and it's far you just get a good car and you drive like there's no there's no public transport that can take you to a different city or something mm-hmm. like that so you just assume the same for London or for the UK so he gets here then when he's like he was driving he was stuck in traffic and everything and the guy's like why the fuck would you say traffic for like four hours or three hours when you could get a train and stuff and he was like what is a train like what's going on <laughs> like, he's like all these stories about these jokes but yeah um but now so i've been doing that a lot like walking with my dad and that's that's like the only exercise i've really been doing but two first better than nothing so i might try that's get good it. you get a chance to connect with your dad a bit more as well yeah, so. I get back in the gym, so. um but yeah anyway back to music um in terms of things that have dropped that i've listened to um there was chips uh album or mixed hit did you um did you listen to it see it, the thing is, they just came out, yeah? Yeah, it was super fast. The only time I could have really listened to it was Friday night or Saturday, and I wasn't really in the listening mood. So I haven't really listened. I've listened to about four songs of Chips 1, okay. and I haven't listened to Fredo's one at all. So, so Chips 1, um, I've actually wrote down what I thought about it. I thought it was good. And his album review yeah, coming up. Um, I thought it was good, but it was too long. Um, I yeah, guess, that's the first thing. Literally on the day, my dad, my, my dad, my brother messaged me. He said, "What, what do you think is the perfect like album length?" And I said, "For me, an album should be between 12 and 16 tracks, and it should be between 40 minutes and an hour. Anything less than that, I feel shortchanged. I feel like I would, I want more. Some albums, like Daytona, for example, was about half an hour. I still think he could have given us more, but I'm content with that. Um, what mm-hmm. else? Uh, what was it called? The J Electronica last year, you know, I like that one. That was less than 40 minutes. That was only 10 tracks. Um, but I still thought it was cool. But yeah, carry on. And it, I feel like if an album is more than an hour, it's very difficult to remain engaging throughout. Um, very few albums that come to mind are longer than an hour that remain engaging throughout. Off the top of my head, 
uh, to Pimper Butterfly and uh, Good Kid Mad City are both more than an hour. They were cool. Um, yeah. I mean, albums in general used to be longer than an hour, to be fair. Like, yeah. If you think that, there's a lot of albums longer than an hour, but like old Kanye albums, old yeah. Drake albums. But when we listen, when we listen to them, don't we think like, I don't know, that, that was my gripe with like um, some of Kanye's old ones. I still think they're classic, they're amazing, but I feel like, actually, to be honest, I feel this more with Drake albums, but I feel like some of the tracks are redundant, not because they're bad tracks, but because they just address things that we've already heard from a couple tracks ago, you know what I mean? Anyway, I say all yeah, that. Yeah. That was a criticism of Drake, right? Like the albums were too, there was too much. Yeah, man. Chip's album, you know what's funny about Chip's album? Like you can do your review because I, I I haven't I haven't listened enough to review it, but there's like how many tracks are there on that album? There's like plus twenty, you know? twenty one tracks. That's what I was about to say. It's just, yeah, it's bro. But, but it's only an hour and twelve minutes. Still, it's still not that long. That's what I mean. There's too many tracks in there that are redundant. You've got three tracks that are like less than three minutes, and he's like, "Why are they on here?" Just, hmm. man. but I mean, I still like the project. It's good, and I think it's an improvement on. I think 1010 was his last one, which um, I didn't like too much. 10 tracks. That was 10 tracks. I didn't I didn't like 1010. <laughs> I think it was 10 tracks. Yeah. I liked um, League of Mountain 2. That was the one he dropped before that. I liked that one. That was uh, like 80 tracks. 1010, I didn't that like was... too much. This one, this one, I feel like between those, it sits between those two. Like, um, <clears throat> I need to listen still, listen more still, but I feel like League of Mountain 2 edges this one in terms of quality. I just think with with this whole thing, it's the same issue that I feel like we have with Chip, in my opinion, is that Chip's projects never attract the attention and are never, to be honest, never as good in quality as when he's dissing someone. And and I understand why why when he's dissing someone, there'll be more attention because obviously beef, everybody loves. There's more hype in it. There's more hype. But I just think that's definitely like I I don't think I'm bugging to say like. The music just sounds different when it's on his project compared to like he just seems more focused than everything when he's got someone that he's he's targeting. I mean, yeah, I guess it's like because it's a, when you're doing a diss track, it's not really like a you're not putting together a song like you don't need to think about chorus about. Yeah. I mean, he just bars on those diss yeah, tracks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I think personally that League of My Own Two is like I don't want to say a classic, but like that's such a good project. Like I feel like that project's criminally underrated. It is a good. Um, I don't know about classic, but it's a great project. Really I'm is. trying to think what, what songs were bad on the album because I remember banging that album out when it Look came that, out. That, that song "Seen," I proper like that song. The one where we seen outstanding. The, the one it was good, yeah. See, yeah. every track on the album is good though. The first one where it's like it starts with his dad talking. Yeah, like, yo, Jabal. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes in from there. He's got that song with section, um, not section, uh, six seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, bro, we got that. Bro, tunes on that album. I think what it is is like, I don't often revisit the album, so maybe that's part of the reason I'm, I'm not like so quick to call it a classic. Because I feel mm-hmm. like a classic album, if you're thinking to to spin an album, it'll, it'll spring to mind, and it doesn't usually spring to mind. True, true. I don't spin that album anymore, but, but I, I did a lot that it, summer that it came I out. Think it was, I think it was underrated as well, yeah. And because that album was kind of like his return to like projects as well. Because yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Long time, he done his his beef and stuff with with um, Bugsy and then what? Um, Came a year after that, man. Yeah, but no, I think had, like, 
certified, I think, or normal, or the, so many tunes on that album. Yeah, 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 it's a good album. It's a good album. You're right. Um, but now this one, I don't know if it will, it will reach that, like where people say, because the thing is, it's like we know what we'll get from Chipmunk. So, <clears throat> excuse me, we know what we'll get from him. So it's not like he's done anything new or different. So. But I don't know. I, just, I think it's a good album, but it's still the same thing. Where, and to be honest, I don't know why he doesn't get sort of when he's not sending for people, he doesn't really get. I don't know. I just see, especially with the whole, you know, he reignited the beef with Stormzy. Um, I just see a lot, way too much chips under, and I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, the guy's a legend. In if you're talking UK music, he's a legend, and you can't deny it. And I don't know why people try and move like he's. Like he's a small it, brain. It's an interesting one, man. It's, it is a very interesting one. Like, why does he not get as much respect or credit? Because, like, sorry, I rate him highly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. I don't know. I feel like there's a certain, maybe there's a certain certain aura, like a certain like, I don't know, maybe star quality that's not there. Like he's more because, but. I don't, because I'm not understanding, because if you look at, like, lyrics, or if you look at, like, songs, I mean, you can't I think he's as good as most people out there. So why is, like, yeah. other artists getting way more, like, what's the word, commotion or promote, like, just more hype when they drop? Like, but to be fair, I mean, he doesn't, I don't, understand it. I don't know, I don't know if I'm reading the situation wrong, but, like, I feel like there's just hype around other, other artists that's not there with Chip. But he, he doesn't get any less hype than like a gets, for example. I don't think he does. Like someone like he doesn't get less hype than a gets, but because he, I think because he's like in between that old school and new school. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like he do, he doesn't get because gets don't get hype, but gets gets like people like oh it's gets like yeah, you know yeah. like people have that respect for him. Mm-hmm. That in the middle, yeah. He chips like the next generation. I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, a lot of his generation of, of rappers, they're not really here right now like that's what i mean they're like where's Minu, where's ice kid like a lot of the people he came out with like, like yeah so i don't know man it's it's, it's very confusing for me because i think he's a really great artist yeah man and i don't know i just when he when he reignited the beef i was seeing so many terrible takes online about about him and i was just like bro i just if i'm him i'm vexed because why are you not not rating when i'm just as good if not better than half the people i'm rapping against and stuff like yeah like for me the only thing you can realistically cuss him about is what what i said people don't really want to pay attention unless you're dropping unless you're dissing someone which is a valid a valid comment and a valid criticism but other than that i'm like bro this guy is hard and you can't deny it so why are you moving like he's he's like like people were saying oh stormzy shouldn't waste his time but just wanted to chip as if chip is like some next guy that just this is chip. I don't, know, I, I, don't, I don't know what people these are though. I, I'm not sure because that's not the. I don't know. Maybe because I'm just seeing the comment section on Chip's videos. I'm not. I'm not okay. seeing like. Hey, but that's wild to me. Like. Yeah. I mean, we discussed we discussed the stories before, but what do you think about his continued silence and? The I whole think he has to respond, man. I think he has to respond because he he tried to do a couple of. Indirects like firstly on that T on Wayne track, now on this gets track, and it's like, look, man, you're 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 throwing some jabs, like you're putting some jabs out there, right? Now, if someone like responds, 
then you got to engage. Like, you can't just come and just try and, like, throw some sly things from a distance. And it's not like it's some random person dissing him. It's Chip. Mm. Like, you can't really say you're the king of grime and not respond to Chip. It doesn't make sense. I think the king of grime thing is done now. <laughs> I just think, I think he can't say it. Like, yeah, he can't. He can't. Nobody can, like, realistically believe him when he says it. Unless they he can't say it now. Unless it, if he responds, he can. But, like... You can't say it. I don't know, like, like I, I think, because I previously I thought he wasn't responding because he didn't want to help with Chip's promo for his tape. The tape is now out, so it wait, remains to be seen whether he'll drop. Because I was thinking what what he would, could do, which would be hard, is if he dropped the disc on the same day as the tape and it would just completely overshadow the tape. He didn't do that, which um, is cool. But I don't know, I mean, like, he... um. He went to Ghana as well, so he might just be... But there's something about being here, like, you just stop caring about shit. So, so he might just not care anymore, bro. He might just be Maybe that's what it is. So, who knows? But then, I, yeah, like like he said, like, I don't think he can... Be, I don't think he can bang on with the whole King of Grimes shit. Yeah, man, that's... That's, um... It's not going to work. You can't, you can't really say the King of Grimes and, and not respond to shit. But, anyway. I've been hearing some takes. Like, people were saying, oh... Um, have you noticed that Wiley and Chip are sending for Stormzy because Stormzy's done everything that like they couldn't do kind of thing. Basically like trying to say, oh, they're just jealous of Stormzy, which I think is an awful take because, especially with Wiley, because it's not like Wiley hasn't supported Stormzy in the past and it's not like Wiley hasn't supported other artists that have gone further than him. He's yeah. very clear about the reasons he doesn't like the direction Stormzy's taking and it's nothing to do with jealousy. It's all to do with the fact that he doesn't like grime being seen as a um like a uh, a stepladder kind of thing like something that they just use and then move on to bigger things um which you can debate whether or not Stunzi's even doing that whatever but that has nothing to do with him being jealous of Stunzi's success bro so i think that's i don't know i just feel like the jealousy angle is just a terrible take like if Stunzi comes on the track and says you man are just jealous because i make more money than you or something i'd be like bro this guy i think it's a bit of a strange take especially like yeah, the whole the whole Wiley thing I don't think was about that. And then he did go to Ship's house. So then you can't really go to someone's house. They'll be like, Oh, you're just jealous. Um, like, <laughs> bro, there's clearly something there. <laughs> Even I think I heard people like getting onto Stormzy because he like experiments with genres and stuff. I'm like, bro, have you listened to Chip? Does Chip not experiment? Chip Chip speaking in a Jamaican patois like every two Every couple tracks, bro. He's like, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, out here. he's not like Wiley, where he's strictly grime. He's a grime purist and everything. Like Chip was a people originally got onto him for not um, kind of sticking with grime. Like when he has songs like Oopsie Daisy and things like that, people were getting onto mm. him. Not so. If any, if anything, Chip is the best person to be battling because it's nothing to do with that. Like, these mosquitoes are fucking, fucking me up right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I thought I thought the tape was cool. Um, I I um I'll definitely spin it again. But I just think um I don't know. I feel like it's time for us to give Chip his flowers. But also like I think it does. There is something to be said about why his projects don't really hit the same as when he's doing his his um. This is yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. But I would say listen to League of My Own Two uh, League of My Own Two again because I think that tape is. As good as his distracts. 
Mm, yeah, no, that no, that tape is very good. No, you're right. You're right. Um, so yeah, Chip dropped, and yeah, Fredo dropped as well on Friday. And to be honest, I'm not the biggest Fredo fan. I used to like him a lot more when he was doing um, when he first came out. You know, when he was doing tracks like um, Day in One Hundred and um, mm. stuff like that. Then I I, li- I liked him a lot more then, and I feel like he kind of went down a not a pop route, but like it was a bit Fiat Five Hundred. Some of his songs, man. <laughs> And mm. uh, which I don't really fuck with, but um, so I hadn't I hadn't actually listened to his last couple projects. Um, I think he dropped that Third Avenue or something like that. Or something. Mm. Like that. I didn't listen to that. But then this one caught my attention because Dave executive produced it, and mm. I'm a Dave fan, and I didn't know he was doing production and shit as well. So, mm. so I wanted to listen and see what he did with it. Um, and yeah, I thought the pro- the project was good. This one was like. A better length and time as well, like um, number of tracks and everything was, was more concise. Um, mm. Definitely sounds better than um, any other Fredo project I've heard. Mm. There was that I think there was one called like Rapping and Trapping or something, which I thought was a good a good project. But um, I think this is an improvement on that. I don't know. I, I like I don't really know what Dave's. I mean, he's got a track on there with him, but I don't know what his effect or his impact on the project was like whether he changed the direction brought more focus whatever but like um i think the two of them are like make quite a good pair as well that they've got and they when they link up it's the tracks are pretty good so i was a fan of that one yeah. i need to listen to it to be honest but yeah, no, it's, definitely worth, it's definitely worth a spin man. i'll give it a spin yeah well there was division dropped a deluxe to their project their, um Change from amusing her feelings to amusing yeah, her feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they dropped like I think three or four more tracks, which were good. Um, I haven't listened to that either. Though I did listen to the original "Amusing Her Feelings," which yeah, was good. Yeah, that one was, that was good. I feel like they're interesting because um, I still feel like they're kind of not unknown. People know them, but like I still feel like they don't really get much of a much attention compared to like other people in R and B, which is yeah. Because I feel like they're just as good. But I don't know if it's like the whole... Because they're an OVO. OVO doesn't... I, I feel like OVO doesn't do much to like promote their artists. Like, mm. I don't really see... The same way, like, for example, Meg The Stallion, her label puts in work. Like, I'm not even that big a fan of hers. I listen to a few tracks here and there and I get adverts for all her shit all the time. Whereas, like, OVO artists, I, like, I don't even remember the last time I saw, like, somebody... One of those, like, automatic ads, like promoting yeah 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 i never see that shit for them so i don't know if maybe they don't care about that though who knows because yeah. i remember there was one interview i can't remember who it was with i don't know if it was drake or it was 40 i'm not sure who was who was like being interviewed but they were trying to they, they were trying to say like if we just let our artists do yeah what they're comfortable with like yeah. we're not, might not we're letting them have control over how they want to be marketed and etc and i think yeah you're right because it might be like the artists. It might not be like automatic for OVO to say we're going to put this budget behind you, whatever. The artist has to show that they want to, they want to do this and that. And so maybe. Yeah. Because Division has a has a has a fan base now. Like they're yeah. going to be fine. It's not like they're ever going to be struggling or like. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. They're, they're yeah. cool in it. They'll, they'll, they they uh, book a show. It will sell. So. But I don't know, yeah, maybe they're just not, maybe that that's not what they want in terms of like getting to that next level. I don't know, but their music is fire. I still, 
that that album that they dropped when we were last year at uni. Um, Not September fifth. That was the first one. The next one. Yes, I know, mm-hmm. second one, isn't it? And after, yeah, 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 yeah bro, that's a banger. I prefer the first one, you know. I think that first one was. I like the second one. I really do. A couple tracks on there, like proper hard, like some of their best tracks. But mm. um, I think as a whole project, maybe it was just because the first one I'd never heard of Division before. I didn't know what they were, and like I said, because there was no not real, no real promo or anything. I had no idea what to expect. So that might have been an aspect. Like I came in, I was like, I remember I listened to it in the library. I found this is hard. Like <laughs> they're just like, bro, these guys are fire. Like. So that might have been a because yeah. like, you can't really recreate that feeling, right? So yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's true. Because the first division album I probably listened to was their second one. So okay. maybe that's why for me, I'm like, yo, this this album sick. Yeah. Because I think I then um, yeah, Moving Our Feelings was good as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they dropped, and also Jasmine Sullivan dropped. I, I haven't listened to the whole project to be fair, but I've listened to check mm-hmm. there like they've got, she's got one with her. She's got one more with Ari Lennox. She's got, um, but she's hard. Like I've never really like sat down to listen to her to her projects. I hear like it's always been one where like I hear the big songs and I'm a fan mm-hmm. of them. So I've never really like, you know, when you listen to an artist and like you can track their progression and stuff like that. I've never really been one for that. But no, she's 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 definitely she's good, man. She's good. Yeah, yeah. It's a mixtape that she dropped, right? Yeah, it was really really short. It was like seven. Anderson Pack. She's got a track with Anderson Pack, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's funny actually, because um, you know her song, her song with Ari Lennox is called On It. And I think Ari Lennox is singing, she's like, I want to spit on it, I want to sit on it. Really crooning these lyrics here. <laughs> and I said, I feel like we never really discussed WAP, yeah, when, when the song came out. Mm. Um, but I just feel like there's no difference between the lyrical content on WAP that everybody seemed to have an issue, or everybody that was causing a, a, a fuss seemed to have an issue with. There's no difference between that and what was said on on it. Mm. But because she's singing it, and it's all melodic and shit, she can put a couple riffs on it. Everyone's- <laughs> Because there's li- there's literally no difference between that, and then even like taking it out of that aspect, like there's no difference between the stuff on WAP and like half of like D Block Europe's lyrics, where he's talking about eating pussy on every song for 25 tracks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel I feel like people people's arguments with that are just is so tired. Like, they don't they don't like. I don't know. It's like there's no consistency to the argument. So I kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I zone out because I'm like, bro, if you, if you can't even be consistent with yourself, like, how am I gonna pay attention to what you're trying to say? Like, I mean, it's 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 all so stupid to be honest. It's all so stupid. But um, yeah, that joke, that was good. Um, what else? I think anything else. Hmm. Oh yeah. Um. So I put out on Instagram, um, saying like, well, what should we talk about? And someone said we should talk about the impact of tiktok on music virality and stuff like that and then like like we've seen that with see with the busted challenge and the, the silhouette challenge now um where you have songs that no one's ever like no one really spins them and it goes viral with like a challenge and then now everybody knows the song um 
Those yeah. aren't the first two, by the way. But but yeah, yeah. Those aren't the first two songs where that's happened. No, no, but... those aren't the first two. I'm saying those are like the most recent examples that spring to mind. Also, I I was in my room for two weeks, so but all I was doing is watching for <laughs> Buster Challenges. <laughs> um, but now, so so um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I um like obviously you see it. I I don't think I personally don't think it's a good thing that because I feel like it will change the way that music is um, released in the sense that people are going to always like try and gear their music to have like a nice fun fun. Like Drake did it with um, Tusi Slide. It's like they, they just want like a certain, they, they know that, oh, this is going to get a million streams if I do this. And it kind of, I don't know, I don't know if that's, I don't think Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's like you end up making songs for TikTok. That's basically Yeah, music. yeah. Um, but I mean, you can't really deny the numbers because they get literally like hundreds of millions of streams off of going viral. Yeah, and you know what the thing is about that, yeah? I think it's very hard to anticipate like what song, what song is going to go viral. Like if you try and make a song for TikTok, it's, it's risky, man, because you really don't know. Like mm. there's so many people that try and start their own challenges. Like that's been something over the past year. It, it really works when you force it. Do you know what I mean? You see the artist posting it bare, like, yes, another person doing this, like, rah, send me your best version. I'm like, you're forcing it. You're ruining it. Like, ruining it. It's like the, the best. Person yeah, I, think, I think of that Nella Rose video. It's like, um, how embarrassing. You're not embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> you're not embarrassed. <laughs> Embarrassing, it's good though, because when you think about like which are the biggest, okay, obviously I've got a biased view because of like I don't know this, the things I see, but when I when I think which are the biggest TikTok ones that I've seen, like Blinding Lights is up there. Blinding Lights is a huge one. I didn't even realize, the, uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's a big. That you can't say that was like made for TikTok. No, that's a huge thing in itself, but that's also one of the biggest TikTok ones. Savage, Meg didn't make the dance. Some some other girl made the dance, and then everyone. Started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, things one also gets played a lot. Uh, what's it? Saint John, that remix of. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, what's the that song called again? Roses. Roses, yeah, Roses remix. Bro, when I was in right? they banged that song though. Like they really bang it. Bro. Yeah, I like that song. I like that song. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I actually preferred oh, that. I preferred the um, like the original. The original. Original's good as well. I prefer the remix, not gonna lie, but the original's also good. Um, no, I go, I go back and forth because the remix is, is kind of jumpy, like. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So you, it's one of the things you can't really plan it. So that's why I'm not sure if it's really gonna have the effect that people might say. No, I think it opens up a wider conversation, and I don't really know the, the. I'm going off the cuff right now, but like a wider conversation of the effect of like social media on music, because. Yeah, yeah. I remember I read an article a while back. It's like well documented about like the death of the th uh, third verse. Like a lot of songs just have, like the length of songs is just shorter because people's attention spans are shorter. And I'm just like, bro, these apps are actually fucking with us. Like our attention, like we can't concentrate on shit. We can't put our phones down. We can't listen to a song that's like five minutes long and just appreciate the song. Like yeah, 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 yeah. There's a deeper, there's a deeper thing to be discussed about social media. That it's a bit crazy, man. Honestly, it's a bit mad. But. Um, mm. But yeah, like I just, I just feel like if I'm an artist and I'm trying to, or if I'm a manager or something, trying to get them to blow, I'm, I'm 
trying to find someone that's popular on TikTok to make a challenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got, you got. Uh, at, at the very least, you have to consider TikTok as a yeah. marketing channel now. Yeah, like you can't ignore it. Yeah. But I, I do feel like it's very difficult to predict what's gonna go viral. Mm. Yeah, no, honestly, because I remember when when Future dropped his album Future back in 2017, he was trying to go with Draco as the single, and then Mask Off went viral. And then, I mean that this was pre this was pre TikTok. Mm. He just said, All right, "Let's go with Mask Off," and that was a yeah. proper decision. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. You can't you can't really tell all the time. Yeah, yeah I mean that's like music wise. That's pretty much all I've listened to, um, and I'm just hoping for more in February months because um, we need something. We're yeah, we're lockdown. We need music. Honestly, honestly, I mean, I feel like we'll see some stuff. I mean, J Cole put out like a release schedule. He's what he said he's going to drop a couple projects before he drops. No, he said his, his album to fall off was meant to come like last year, and obviously push it to this year. But he said he's gonna, I think he's got like a couple um the off season, I think that was what it's called. There's like a tape there he wants to do okay. something else. Yeah, I, I haven't heard from Cole in a while. Not yeah. since he yeah. had a war of words with um with no name. He dropped, he dropped two tracks after that, like two singles, which were good. And then he said they were like the first singles from um the fall off. So okay. probably yeah. end up um and yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm just kind of waiting for like the big heavy hitters to drop. Like Rihanna, I've still been waiting for time. Uh, Frank Ocean, it's been five years now. Those the first two you mentioned. They're not dropping for a while, bro. <laughs> don't be expecting Rihanna. I think I saw it like a a tweet or something that had like an unreleased Rihanna song, which means she's actually recording stuff, which just gives me hope. Let's see, but I'm I'm not I'm not hopeful. But let's see. Frank Ocean, I don't think he's ever dropping music again, bro. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> he's gone, bro. Who knows what that guy's doing? And then, like Kendrick, obviously waiting on him. Yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick and Drake, I'm waiting for. Yeah, like more than that. People that like sort of blew a bit last year that I kind of want to see more this year, like Vivian. Mm-hmm. He's um, I want to see stuff from him. Mm-hmm. Um, the names are escaping me now, but there's like a few people I want to hear from. So, um, yeah, so, um, hopefully, you see some new stuff, man. Yeah, man. Hopefully. I'm to go at six, right? I need to go soon, yeah. You want to quickly discuss this um, stock market madness? Oh, shit, I completely forgot. I completely forgot. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Um, GME GameStop. Yeah. So, I um, what do you think about it first? What do I think about it? Yeah, bro. I, to be honest, yeah, <clears throat> it took me a while to realize what was what actually happened. Yeah. Like, because I don't follow the markets that much. Yeah. I just saw some some people on my um Instagram like posting memes. I'm like, what's, what's going on? Like, yeah. what's happening? Like, what is this GME? And then, like, I sort of started to understand it more. From my perspective, it's mainly just jokes. It's mainly just funny. Mm. But, like, I have to rate people for, like, 
managing to like pull something like that off of just being like I rate it so highly <laughs> bro you have to rate it highly they figured out okay flipping Wall Street or this hedge fund has taken this position if we like screw them then they're gonna get fucked <laughs> and we're yeah. gonna make money I rate it so highly I so like I don't know much about the markets I don't know much about investment I've been <laughs> learning and to be honest in the last like few days since this thing has happened i've become everything i've always cussed you know them guys that come in like talking about stocks and shares and everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Always them for no reason to be honest it's just they're a bit with their weight like i i remember i watched um you know the byp network black young professionals network so they had a um i think i told you about it they had like a day-long uh, expo thing uh obviously it was online because of um covid and yeah. i tuned into one session it was about investment yeah. he's talking about why it's so important for black people to invest for the black community generational wealth he's saying all this stuff he's saying all the good stuff and this guy was getting proper passionate while he was doing it and there's one point where he sounded like choked up like he sounded like he almost was about to, like almost brought to tears by the stocks yeah and then he takes a second he breathes he takes a sip of water he says i'm oh, sorry guys i just get so passionate about this stuff because i just want to see our people win and when i saw that <laughs> like this is why i cuss you people because like why <laughs> And to be honest, he's not lying. Like, it is very important to invest in everything. It's important that we know this stuff. And financial lit- literacy, um, not just not just the Black community, like financial literacy in general, for people our age, for people in general, is terrible. And it's important to become financially literate. But mm. just, like, their methods always puts me off. Like, my man's sweating, <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, bro, dude, this is why I cost you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I'm becoming that guy. Like even this morning, I was messaging my, my boy Doug because he's he's quite heavy in it, and he was telling me like he was just giving me like some info and shit. And I was like, how far conversations turned into into this now? Yeah. It's, it's, and you know what? You know what it is. You know I think people get turned off because I think there's like a misconception that to like to save, you need to be like. A flipping stockbroker, like you need to be twenty four seven looking at different crafts, different charts, like research. Like you can do it at a, at a lower level. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no need to. There's no need to say okay because I don't want to become like someone who checks the stock markets every day that I shouldn't save money. Like that I should because yeah, man, you should you should you should save money. Like um, if you think about um, the the like. I don't know, it's the rate of inflation, right? Versus the um, rate of interest that you get from holding money in like a current account. Like you're losing money if you don't invest. But at the same time, yeah, I think there's so many people that get so into it that like start speaking daily about like, yo, this stock, this stock. I'm just like, bro, I don't care, man. Because it's like, like you said, you don't want to be the person that checks it every day. I downloaded that app, Free Trade. Bro, it's one of my most used apps now. I've had it for, um, <laughs> I swear, I'm on there all the time. I'm looking at the figures. It's like, it's very difficult to, to just leave it. Because I, I think mm. what it is, is, because there's the risk that you can lose your money. It's not like in a bank account, even though you know you are, like deep down, you know you're losing money because of inflation. But <laughs> because it's like, you kind of trick yourself into thinking um, it's in there, it's safe. Yeah. Whereas with this thing, because there's the risk that you can lose it all. Even though, bro, I've only put in like 500 quid, so I haven't, I haven't put in much. Because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's a risk you can lose it all, you're just checking like, 
bro, where's my money? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It can become like gambling, bro. It can become like uh, gambling. I see, I see the thing going down, like, bro. I think I put some on Netflix, and as soon as I put it in, it's like dipping. And, and meanwhile, I put, like, bro, I put like seventy pound on Netflix. I'll spend more on trading, bro. And I was like, <laughs> bro, I'm looking. I got my hands on my head. I said, the market fucked me today. <laughs> I'm not even seriously in this thing, bro. Why am I even like... Start making them two-minute videos, bro. About <laughs> your experience. Stop working. Um, but yeah, nah. Um, the thing, the thing, I think it's, I think it's mad. Um, and I, you know what it, it tells me? Um, people have said all sorts of stuff about like, oh, it's Wall Street versus the normal people, which I don't think is is fully accurate because a lot of the people that obviously a lot of like redditors and like. Them lot, the basement dwellers, not to be rude with that. <laughs> them lot, them lot really got onto onto this year. But people that like can can invest significantly enough to actually make millions of this thing were probably rich beforehand. Like I saw something that he said that uh, some guy invested uh, eleven thousand or something and made he's made close to a million. Mm. But if you've got eleven thousand that you can just throw away like that, it's likely that you're probably pretty wealthy already you know? yeah, 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 so, yeah, so yeah. to say that it's like millionaires billionaires versus the normal guy isn't completely true um mm. obviously the normal guy normal people definitely benefited from this and definitely were involved but like a lot of like very rich people also got, got in on this and, and made themselves yeah. so yeah and then also the whole um what was the other thing so i feel like um you know the all the takes about like people saying like uh, this is what they, they like they, they game the system all the time and then now that normal people are doing it they're, they're saying oh it's not fair and stuff like that which I think is, is pretty like an important point because it's true that like if, if something like this can happen so easily like I, listen I'm, I'm speaking off the cuff I don't actually know but I'm saying like if something like this can happen so easily like one reddit thread and you could cause this all this like furore about the whole thing yeah then it's probably it probably happens on it. Like they probably they're not dumb, so they probably know about the shit and like do this stuff all the time and just make themselves a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got they got caught in the act a little bit yeah, here as well. So, uh, but yeah, because um, yeah, I don't know. I and I don't know. I saw something else. It was like if if like one Reddit thread can like the collective action of like normal people on one Reddit thread can do this. Yeah, imagine like general strikes and all these kind of stuff and i'm all for it man i feel like i feel like i'm a little bit of an anarchist like um, <laughs> bro, i don't know I, maybe it's the shit that i read but i'm just increasingly like bro let's everyone wants a seat at the table i'm more burn the flipping table let's build a new one like that's that's, <laughs> that's my thing and i don't know maybe that's short-sighted because when you do burn the table like you know you might be left with nothing so <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind it's of yeah i'm leaning to like let's burn it see what happens kind of thing but yeah. It's, it's very it's very interesting like I, I feel like the amount of people that are just like getting to a stage where they're kind of just like you know fuck the way no, things are normally done yeah like, <laughs> like the systematic way of doing things let's just like go for a new strategy yeah. it's crazy because that's what i was saying like um with crypto as well like the whole bitcoin thing in the last couple of months has uh yeah. it's soared up in price right and then it drops a bit but it's soared up in price mm. and like it's just um yeah it's these alternative methods of investing that like i don't know like traditional 
um, traditional, I don't know, traditional people, traditional like financial experts will tell you not to do mm. that loads of people are just doing now. Yeah, and it's like, yeah see what happens. Like, <laughs> fuck it, man, let's see what happens. People are going down a new route, man. People yeah. are tired of the traditional system is what it seems like. But to be honest, I think we should probably preface this because we've said this isn't financial advice, bro. Because in case yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. someone listens to this and puts their life savings on a, on a crypto and just they'll come to you, they're like, bro, you lost me everything. Nah, so. You lost all my money. I'm just chatting, bro. I don't know. So <laughs> just let it everyone. Yeah. Um, I have some Bitcoin now, though. A little bit of Bitcoin. No, I put I put 200 quid on. It wasn't Bitcoin. It was a different, it was a different coin. Different, um, what are they called? Crypto. It was a different mm. thing. But... Um, I never know. I, I don't know what happened to that 200 pound. I, I think I lost the like login or something. So I could I could be sitting on who knows I could be sitting on bear or I could have lost it all. But because um, again it was dug back in 20. Um, you know I told you told you that we went to that like crypto ex- exhibition expo thing. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Been like in and around it for a while, and I just kind of tag along every once in a while. So I remember you mm-hmm. telling me about it. And I was like, all right, bro, I'm gonna send you 200 quid, man, maybe some money. So I sent it to him, and I don't know what happened to that money. And every once in a while, I'll be like, bro, what was that 200 quid we put on the thing? He'd be like, oh. if, you put, if you had put 200 in Bitcoin in, in 2017, you would bro, be, be on peace now. <laughs> you'd be on peace right now, because I think it's risen like, mm. it was. It must have been below 10,000 at that point. And it's above 30,000 now. So. In fact, I might need to get some Bitcoin now as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might need to ask Doug what happened. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to message him right after. I'm, I was talking to him this morning. I'm messaging him right after this. I'm like, bro, yes. See how all this stuff is happening with these cryptos? What's that one that... I'm trying to remember what was. HPB or something. High Performance Blockchain. I think that was the name of the coin. Or the name of the bro, coin. That's a, that's a, I don't know about that one. I haven't heard about that. <laughs> It was when he was still, because he went to, he did a master's in Shanghai, so it was when he was still in, in China. And I think it's a Chinese coin or something. So I, okay. that's, the, that's the thing, I couldn't even understand the website and shit. I think that was part of it. So I just gave it to him, I said, bro, sort me out. And then I never heard about it again. So now I'll hit him up. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one's like, no, nah, that's not the same sort of price. But just check with him anyway, you might as well see. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's true. We should preface this. This isn't financial advice. Yeah. Please do your own research before investing in anything. Yeah. And to be honest, if you're listening to my my advice, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to my advice right now, then you deserve to be. It's true. If you, if you if you heard this conversation, like the flow of this conversation, when decided oh, I'm you know, I'm <laughs> on, then you deserve to lose your money because you don't deserve. <laughs> <your> money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, right. I mean, to be honest, I think I need to cut a job because the sun is going down and the mosquitoes come out like crazy, I know, so, I'm Calm, bro. Um, should we wrap it? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening, uh, back at it for 2021, first episode, uh, you've been listening to Two Jews in a Pod, um, catch us on Instagram at Two Jews in a Pod, um, on Twitter at Two Jews in a Pod underscore. Um, listen to our episodes on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Music now. Um, and yeah, like, we've got some big plans for the year, got some things coming. Don't want to reveal too, don't want to talk too much right now, man. Don't want to reveal too much, but um, just, you know, stick with us, stay, stay, um, 
we keep you posted and stuff. We've got some things, things coming. Um, and in the meantime, we will leave you with um, this tune Love Jam by an artist called Coco Elusive, who um, uh, followed her on Instagram and she's, she's hard and she sends us like, she sent, she sent a couple like promo tracks and stuff as well, yeah, so uh, here's Love Jam. <laughs> Now I'm feeling myself.